This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only thing left to say is, Georgie, check for Dadsy. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. <laughs> only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery free in terms supply. See mcdonalds.com. You made it. Here. Finally. Checked out of office to check into the sweet views of that place you've always wanted to go. You know the one. It's nice. Even the kids like it. This place is so cool. And they never like it. Mom, can we go to the pool? Look at that. Not even asking for the Wi-Fi. When you're with Amex, it's not if it's going to happen, but when. American Express. Don't live life without it. Forestieri. Here's Hogg. Dini! Do not scratch your eyes. Do not scratch your eyes. Do not scratch your eyes. Welcome to the Do Not Scratch Your Eyes podcast. My name's Justin. And I'm Carl. Do you think we've broken our run of awful games and uh, average results with what happened yesterday with our 6-0 victory over Bristol City? Or do you think it was a bit of an anomaly? What do you think? Well, I hope. I hope it's the uh, the shoots of, of life and determination coming out of that team. It was um, a magical day. I wish I was there. Yeah, That's all I could, I could really take away from it. I thought, God, I wish I was at that game. Yeah. Overall... It's everything that we've wanted for so long yes. as, as fans, isn't it? For it is. so long since this season started, we just wanted us to show what we could do. Certain players that have been missing this season came out and showed us what they're all about. Sarah, I thought, was absolutely exceptional and showed his quality. Yeah, Will Hughes was playing in his correct position, which shows you know what he can do. And altogether, it just came together. It just came together really nicely. As fans, we've been desperate for it, haven't we? Absolutely. Desperate for it. Even if it's just a 3-0, I'd have taken it. But 6, within about a minute, there was that goal where I wasn't quite sure who scored it. Um, Semma, I think, is claiming it, isn't it, at the, at the far post? Yeah. Um, yeah. And then it just looked like we were going to be comfortable. And it was 4-0 at half-time. Um, and the last time I can remember a 4-0 at half-time would have been a certain game up at uh, Kenilworth Road in 97. Uh, and then I thought, well, we might well go on to get sort of seven or eight, but six is is fantastic. I wonder if it's anything to do with an anonymous message. Someone has sent me a screenshot of what looks like a, I don't know if it's a a, a FaceTime or a um, oh, I've seen this. What's yeah, this is an inst- This is an Instagram message, a direct Instagram message. A direct to- Instagram message to 
Zisco. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so there's no context to this. I was sent it by two separate people at more or less the same time. Um, so I've got no context. I don't know who sent this to him, whether it's genuine, whether it's made up, but we've got uh, a series of messages. So the first one says, just a head up, Jao Pedro is our best striker and the fans want Dini dropped. Then there's another message. Will Hughes is also our best central midfielder, so you need to play him there. And then the next message is, I've watched Watford for a long time, so I hope you take my advice. After that, Zisco, if it is indeed he, has replied with the strong arm emoji, a a hand-waving emoji, and the perfect emoji. Uh, And then the perpetrators then said, otherwise you'll soon be out of a job. (laughs) I mean, it's to the point, isn't it? It's to the point. Read it, it'll save your job, he goes on to say. Otherwise, we're not getting promoted. And then... Zisco, if it is indeed, he replies, thank you for your opinion. So whether that's real yeah. or not, I don't know. I'd like I to mean, think I mean, I've done a little bit of digging myself. I mean, just to confirm that the image that's next to um, Cisco's profile is the same as his online profile. So it does appear from all purposes that it, it is him. I know of other people that have messaged set that said account. Yeah. Um, probably not had any responses back, but... He's definitely um, live on social media and puts a lot of stuff on social media himself, you know, pre-game and, uh, and after the game. Right. So I- I've got to be honest, I think I think it looks the, the real deal. I'd like to think that. And yeah. I'd like to think he's read that and then gone. Yeah, and gone, do you know what, I'll give it a whirl. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's probably not the case. But anyway, whoever did that, if it is genuine, well done, because I think that's absolutely fantastic, actually. I think that's really, really good. It's a young person, I can tell you that. Yes, I think it is a young person. And, you know, the whole game, I think, was fantastic. That strike by Will Hughes, I knew it was going to go in. I didn't know it was going to take a wicked deflection and go in. But I knew as soon as he struck that, I thought, well, that's got some fair old, you know, pace on it. Have they put that down as an own goal? I didn't see. Or is that a Will Hughes uh, goal? As it's, I think that won't get decided till Monday, I'm right. pretty sure. As I briefly said, it was um, it was something that we've wanted for so long. And it almost felt, I don't know how you felt about it, but it almost felt like the penny drops. Yeah, we had players playing in the correct positions. We had uh, from the from the moment go, from the moment we kicked off, there was intensity and people pushing, and you know we got the goal very early on. And then from there, it just we just seemed to carry on. We didn't sit back. We didn't take that one nil. Was like right now, let's just revert back to what we know. Well, it would have been we really went, easy we to do that. The, yeah, hmm, it would have been yeah, really easy. To do we that. went in for the kill, and um, we got the result, and, and well deserved as well. I think. Look. People have said to me before, goes, oh, you, you do not have to let people have it on this this podcast. But I will say, credit where it's due. You know, if they've done well yeah. and they played well, we do we do praise them as well. And there, there isn't anyone that I can pick on that, who played that didn't put an effort in. And I mean, even Andre Gray um, put a, a decent ball across yeah. for the last goal. He did. He um, did. You know, so I think always good. I think if I would be ultra ultra critical and this is a bit of nitpicking I don't think Bristol City really turned up to be fair I don't think they looked as if they were going to really give us much of a game did you see the manager's interview afterwards he was quite critical of his team Mm -hmm. if we were defending like that then I would I would be very critical because I mean their defending was atrocious but I think you can only beat what's in front of you that's Uh, true would that would would that side have beat you know let's say we flipped the games. If it was Bristol City we were playing last week and Bristol City played like that, we wouldn't have beaten them that comfortably. No. The way we played last last week and the way no. we set up and that team. No. So I think I think we've got to give credit where it's due in the sense of he's made changes, he's been very brave. It was nice to see the new boys get a, a run out as well. Yeah. Yeah, I was. I thought it was great. I thought it was, really, and uh, that uh, 
move at the end by uh, Saar to pass across to Zinkenagel to put in when he could have quite easily mm. thought, "Now nah, I'm on a hat trick. I'm going to blast it." Having his hat trick. Yeah, that that was, that was really I, good of him to do that. I think. I think Saar was the stand standout for me. I think he he really showed his his worth and what what he can do. And and the the thing with Saar is if he's in the mood, he is without doubt the best player in that division. Without yeah. doubt. Yeah. Just with his movement, his pace, he's got everything. And I think that's that's where the Watford fans have been for so long. You know, we've been so frustrated by the performances. And let's let's mention it. No Troy Deeney, no Andre Gray starting. We caused havoc. All got yeah. Pedro done very well. Some nice little flicks. So all in all it was it's really positive stuff. Do you think he's gonna stick with the same starting lineup and formation for the next game? I think it'd be churlish not well, to. Well, I think yeah, I was going to say I think he has to. I, I, you know, I'd be I'd be disappointed if he didn't. Mm. And you know, the the players that have, have played and have contributed certainly deserve a you know a crack at it now and a, a few games under their belt. Yeah. Um. To to revert back to what we what we've been doing in the past, it seems yeah, it seems pointless at the, at, at this stage. No, I totally agree. I totally agree. It's all or nothing, really, isn't it? That's the way I see it. It's all yeah. or nothing now. It he is. either goes for it, yeah. gives it a whirl. Yeah. You know. If it doesn't work, we, you know, we're obviously we're going to stay in the division. But if he reverts back to how we were playing, mm. we're not going to get up anyway. So no. you might as well just go for it, you know, guns blazing and let's see what happens. You might as well. You might as well. I think they all had a good game, like you say. I think Cleverly was mm. really, really good. As you say, I can't think of anyone really that didn't put a shift in. I think everyone did. I thought it was just a, a complete yeah, yeah. performance. No, I thought everyone was, everyone was, it was a complete performance, you know, a whole, a whole team performance. Um, intensity energy all over the park it was it was really good to see and it's the it's the Watford that I I recognized yeah so with that in mind um I did actually put a message out on our Facebook page and various groups um trying to get some five word match reviews I was I was expecting when I created this post for it to be more of the same crap or whatever it might be is that five <laughs> words more of the same yeah it is um yeah. so we've actually got uh, a mix well it's not really a mix it's all very very positive so terry tez adcock just put wow 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 which is uh William. yeah uh valmini put goal 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 goals so uh there's that lynn cole put better without Deeney and gray not going to disagree with that um i think no, that's, it was it think was that's fair andy watson put more of the same tuesday Martin Sargent put needed one against for fifty six pounds, so I guess he oh. had a, a bet on. He had a, he had a seven nil, did he? <laughs> oh no, one against. I think he needed to be six one. Oh, he wanted he wanted a what right? <laughs> yeah. okay. uh, Rich Bennett put change is the only constant, um, which is fair enough. Al Darlow, I like this one. Your six is on fire. I think that's quite good. Oh, well done. Yeah, that's not bad. Uh, Michael Day, in Zisco Munoz we trust. Well, it's early days. <laughs> it's early days. Um, yeah, yeah. one one game isn't going to define our season, I'm afraid, guys. It's not. This one from Kevin Tinson is quite good. The, the five-word match review is FFS, about time, <laughs> which is quite good. Lucy McGuigan, what a lot of goals. So, yeah, I mean, it's, it's all very, very positive. Uh, I think it's fired people up. Of course... It's fired up the people going, well, what are the Wingers going to do now? Well, you know, let's, it's one game. It's one game. You get a freak result once a season. I'd like to think that this is the new dawn and we're going to carry this on. I, I remember, um, you'll remember this as well. I remember the Preston game. You remember when we were we were comfortable yeah. winners at home to Preston? This was the beginning of the season, and, wasn't uh, it? You know, everyone was, yeah, yeah, everyone. Well, actually, Preston's our, our next game, isn't it? Yeah, at, you're at right. Their place. But yeah, you're right. We were comfortable winners and everyone was like, here we go. 
off we go, marching down the road, yeah. we're going to win the league. Yeah. HMS the league, here yeah. it goes, and all that. <laughs> and it and it didn't, did it? It just never, it, it never got started. So we, we've got to, of course, you've got to enjoy the, you know, the small wins, but we've got to look at the bigger picture as well. And unfortunately, we're we're cutting it fine to try and get into those top two, and we've really got to go on some hell of a run to go and push. Brentford, who look look very look very good. Although I do believe I did check before we started recording, they were losing to Barnsley, right? Which did cheer me up. Yeah, um, and of course Norwich. Norwich looked very very decent yesterday and dispatching Stoke. Yeah, um, the thing is though, um, I would prefer to go up automatically because you're not going to mm. get a day at Wembley if it's a, no. if it's a playoff occasion. No. Um, the the playoffs are, in my opinion the best way to win promotion they are if 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 you can you know do it and get the whole get everything to it's the best without a day, a day at Wembley and, and to win promotion is, is fantastic but would I take finishing second to somebody again to get automatic promotion absolutely yeah absolutely me too, me too. You know. and in fact I remember the statistic at the time was the the one that goes up second seems to stay up longest although Bournemouth came down with us so we went up mm. with Bournemouth and came back down with Bournemouth but Second spot is normally the one that's got the most longevity in the Premiership. Apparently, I got. I got to be honest. That does please me. That does please me that Bournemouth never stayed up, and we. Me too. We came down. Me too. Because we never hit. We never heard hear the end of that. That that would have gone on for a long time. Oh yeah. Well, they still sing champions when we play them, don't they? Got a long memory, these Bournemouth fans. <laughs> yeah. Well, they got nothing. They got nothing else going. <laughs> no, on. No, that's true. That's very, very true. Uh, so yeah. Well, I'm. I'm very impressed with that uh, victory yesterday. Someone did actually post the last time we won six nil, and I, I missed it. But I believe it's a long, long time ago. If anybody knows, uh, please remind me. But it looked like it was the seventies the last time we won six nil, which means neither you or I have ever seen that before. So no, we've seen the, the, some the seven ones. The one that stands out for me, and I, I mentioned it, was the the Blackpool game where we were two nil down at half time, and yeah. we went on to win seven two. That, yeah. That's that one stands out. Yeah, that was the turning for me on, on that season where we actually really started to kick on. Yes, that was the start of the season where we could have gone up if we'd beaten Palace at Wembley. But yeah, we did have the Leicester yeah. game before that, so what would you rather take? Would you rather take, uh, you know, not having that wonderful moment where Deeney scores that goal right at the end and oh, then no, not no. going no, up? No, you wouldn't change that, would no, you? No, you wouldn't change that at all. It pops up all the time on Facebook as like, you know, football's greatest moments or whatever and you think, I was bloody at that game. You know, I was there. And people are naming... People are naming podcasts after it as well. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fair play to them, I say. Hi, this is Gifton Noel Williams, and you're listening to the Do Not Scratch Your Eyes podcast. So we've got another special guest coming up uh, on the Do Not Scratch Your Eyes podcast. We're going to be speaking to him in a couple of days. Do you want to reveal who it is, Carl? I'd love to. It's, um, well, around Watford, the most famous man of all, because he'd, he'd done some great things up the roads to them lot. Uh, Mr. Peter Kennedy, amazing, will be joining us, amazing, and we've already got an excellent question that's coming from we David have. Lavender. Yeah, we have the match we're talking about is the the four nil victory against Luton, and I remember at half time there was a bit of an atmosphere, um, and we came out and didn't play anywhere near in the second half as well as we did in the first half and I often wonder why that is and David Lavender's put a question in uh, which we will put to Peter Kennedy when he's on um, which might reveal why. I so hope it's true. I hope it's true as well. I heard, I do know, I've heard a couple of times that their goalkeeper, who was Kelvin Davis that day, Kelvin Davis, yeah. apparently was taking his gloves and kit off and saying I'm going home at half time and I think Lenny Lawrence had to say don't be so stupid get your kit back on and get back out there 
that's one that I've heard previously. I I, I still remember the the atmosphere of that game at half time hmm. because the the noise that we were distributing across Kenilworth Road was was immense, and uh, there was a lot of the the locals that weren't too happy about that. Yeah, I, I think... So I. I I always remember it being quite a, a fiery atmosphere. Yeah, there. that's the word. And if memory serves, and I, I've got no reason to think my memory's letting da- letting me down here, they had mounted police on the pitch at half time. If memory half-time, serves, yeah. Because yeah, I thought yeah, they did. Because that was sort of at the tail end of the days when they had sort of things like entertainment at half time. And I was thinking, yeah. oh, they're going to have a, like a horse riding display or something. And then you think, no, hang on a minute, this is mounted police. So yeah, this isn't. Yeah, this isn't quite... I think that did much for the pitch. I've got to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> oh mate that was just one of those games wasn't it really where you know, I I knew you know well the whole the whole day was a security thing wasn't it because we were bussed in shipped into the ground yep shipped out of the ground so you didn't really get a, a chance to no, no. and it's a weird know, it ground. wasn't like a normal game no but there's that thing as you go in through the turnstile. I don't know what it's like now, but you you go up the stairs, and the next thing you know, you're looking over people's gardens. Well, you go like... through you go through a house, don't you? You go through an alleyway. Yeah. So you go through you go through the house and then up up into the ground. Yeah, it's, very uh, weird, really, bizarre. really weird, bizarre, bizarre, awful. Um, but if you've got any questions for Peter Kennedy, you've got a couple of days to get them in. Uh, head over to our Facebook page. There's a post there about Peter being on the podcast. Stick him underneath his picture, and uh, the best ones we will ask him. Um, I, I'm, I'm definitely going to talk to him about the time that we went to South End because Tuesday night my brother's going. Should we go to South End away? And this was. Well, I don't know, three or four hours before kick-off, and I said, well, I don't know, I don't know if I want to go to Southend. So anyway, we went anyway, um, pulled up, had the worst seats in the ground. You could pay cash on the turnstiles in those yeah, days. Yeah, in the day, yeah, yeah. 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 And uh, got in, um, had the worst seats in the ground, and Peter Kennedy got a hat-trick, and we won 3-0. So that's one of those games I'll never forget, even though it's probably a bit of a footnote in his career. I don't suppose, that, although he scored a hat-trick or whatever, probably not his highlight of his career, but... That's a game I remember very, very clearly thinking, I'm glad I came to this, because normally I'd swerve Southend on a Tuesday night, but um, for some reason we decided to go and... You, you know, went for it, yeah. I went no, for it, I, yeah. yeah. It's a funny old ground, isn't it? In those days, it was, they, they still had the bloody... I think under after the Taylor Report, after um, Hillsborough, they were supposed to take all those sort of barriers down, but they were still there in 97 mm. at Southend. I was thinking, this is a oh, bit of a throwback, a isn't great, it? It's a grim place. Grim place. It is. <laughs> yeah, it's not not nice. It's not nice. I've been no. there a few times. Have you? As I said before, my uh, my best mate is a is a diehard shrimper. Right. Um. So I, I've been to home. I've actually been to away games with with him before. Right. With, which is an experience. Yeah. But um. Yeah, I've been there a few times, and it's it doesn't matter if you what part of that ground you sit in. It's still in the nineteen seventies. It is, isn't it? And you thought they would have had to modernise it. Yeah. <laughs> Roots Hall, yeah. It's sort of on the main road into South End on the right. You blink and you miss it. Oh, That's is that the football? Yeah. Oh, it's there, yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. a strange little place. Funny old place. Yeah, it is. It is. Well, I'll, I'll certainly uh, might mention that. And uh, obviously, as you say, he put two past uh, Luton. And he was the first player to ever score a Premier League goal for Watford. He was against Wimbledon. Yeah, I was there. Penalty. I think we were probably already yeah. two 0 down by that point, if I remember right. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, we were losing, weren't we? Yeah, no, no. Um, that was no, our first game back in the rookery because they moved the home fans to the rookery. Rookery, yeah. So I remember thinking, well, I'm yeah. not sure I like what the seats I've been given here <laughs> very much. I was in the I was in the lower rouse for that game. Oh, were you? 
Yeah. yeah. I don't know why I was. I can't, no. I can't remember. Yeah, I was in the in the lower rounds for that game. But yeah. yeah. No, he was a, just one of those players. That was, I don't know. He was just solid, wasn't he? Just yeah. Solid all, all the time. He and, was. Uh, no, it'd be good to speak to him. I, I, I used to love watching Peter Kennedy. Yeah, I did as well. I thought he was a great player. Also a highest goal scorer in one season. And put that one in from the halfway line against Sheffield Wednesday in the FA Cup. Sheffield Wednesday, FA Cup. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. So a great goal. Yeah. Looking forward to speaking to him. Also, if you haven't listened to the Andy Collins special podcast yet, I suggest you do because it's very, very funny. I re-listened to that yesterday <laughs> and just thought, this is so funny. It's so it funny. was good. It, it does. And I've got... a. Yeah, I'm right about goalkeepers. So anybody that's listened listened to it, I'm I'm bang on with this. Uh, men of a certain age and wearing a goalkeeper shirt. Yeah, have a listen. You're right. Let you're absolutely you right. Think. I won't spoil it, but you're right. Is there's definitely something <laughs> a bit deviant about grown men <laughs> in goalkeeper tops? And I hadn't, I think I'd subconsciously uh, thought that, but it wasn't until you actually voiced it. I thought, no, yeah. I've always thought this, but no, never... if I see it, I'm like, hang on a second. <laughs> Have a word with that person over there. Deviant alert. Yeah. He's wearing a goalkeeper's yeah. top, yeah. He's got a goalkeeper's top on. If you're, unless you're a goalkeeper, <laughs> even, even Sunday then, league, if... it doesn't matter. There is no need <laughs> to be wearing a goalkeeper's top. There isn't. You're absolutely right. I mean... You know, replica shirts as well. You, you sometimes yeah. think, why do we wear replica shirts? It's obviously, it's a it's a uniform, I guess, when you go to football. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I remember yeah. reading someone once going, well, I think it's secretly the desire of every bloke that, you know, they, they go a couple of players down and they see you in a shirt and go, come on, on you come. Come on, son. <laughs> you know, you've yeah. got the kit on already. But, I, yeah. yeah, I mean, I don't know why we wear replica shirts either, but goalkeepers, no. The goalkeeper shirt is just something I... It's almost a bit fetishist, if you ask me. It's a bit, yeah, it's a, bit, it's a bit kinky. It is a bit it? kinky. It's a little bit it? like, it yeah. Is. It's a bit kinky. No, no. Well, yeah. anyway, listen to the Andy Collins podcast, uh, which will be the one before this one, number 17, because um, it was very, very funny. He kept me amused for, well, kept us yeah, both amused for an hour. I so enjoyed it, was, it. Yeah, I did too. I sent, I sent him another message actually saying, look, it would be good to get you back on again another time when things are probably, you know, the football's a bit better, whatever. So hopefully he'll come back on again because, uh, yeah, yeah, it was good fun. Good fun. So, yes, check that out on our. Uh, uh, well, wherever you get your podcast from, really, we're available on everything. We're available on Spotify, iTunes, Deezer, uh, the Google one. Um, yeah, I just say where podcasts live now. That's yeah, all I can say. That's, it. that's where podcasts live, <laughs> and on, and I can say it in this room because I don't have a device, and on Alexa. Um, so all you've got to do is say, Alexa, play Do Not Scratch Your Eyes podcast, and there you go. You're listening to us. It's all good. And what you've just done there, anybody that's listening to this. He has a, an Alexa in their front room. Yeah. It's just gone off. Yes. So, so he, apologies there, yeah. He probably got us on two separate podcasts. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You've created carnage in I people's have. homes now, I yeah. Have, I know, I know, sorry. <laughs> so really, I think that's about it for this one. It's uh, short and sweet. Just wanted to congratulate the team for a, a really good um, performance on Saturday. Um, keep it up, is what I would say. If you yep. listen to this podcast, any of you players, I don't suppose you do, but if you do, keep it up, because that was really good fun to watch on Saturday. More of the same, please. More, More of, of the, the same, same, please. That's a five-word review, Carl, that you just did there. I've More done of it. the same. Oh, I've I see. That was your one, was it? Okay. Uh, <laughs> so, yes, thank you very much for listening. Uh, we will be back very, very soon with the Peter Kennedy special. Um, so, until then, enjoy the football because uh, you might have a chance of doing that now and until next time it's goodbye from me it's goodbye from me see you later you won't sports
Social Podcast Network. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around, you've got your McNuggets share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? <whistles> At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery free in terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.